In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I rant about illogical payment terminal processes in grocery stores. Bill calls out Mrs. Kasky for an improper pronunciation of a very common word. And we talk traffic, what to do to be your own lead generation machine. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast podcast history. I'm Bill Kasky. Brian Neal here. We are so glad you're joining us. And if this is one of your first maiden episodes of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I know we have a lot of new listeners. People were sitting around their house for weeks and months looking for the Advanced Selling Podcast Yes, or similar. And so uh, if you just started with us here in the last few weeks, we welcome you. We publish an episode twice a week during the whole COVID thing, although we will be going to once a week here uh, in the middle of May, back to once a week. So we'd love to have you join us. There's some uh, freebies at advancedsellingpodcast.com. There's also a list of all the past episodes. Uh, I think we've got our most popular ones up there. And you can also, can you search there, Travis? Search on a topic that really yeah. appeal, appeals to you and applies oh, to you. Yeah, on, on the podcast? Yeah, on the app? On the app, absolutely. Yeah, you put any any topic you want. You any put topic, uh, price can, objections, you mm-hmm. can put uh, planning, you can put thinking, anything at all. Yeah. And the, Dogs the, falling out of cars, you can Dogs. put that. <laughs> That's You'll a find that. I did say, I did say in the pre-show, you heard a couple episodes ago, my wife, unfortunately, the dog, she was on a drive with the dog, windows down, puppy, you know, it's nine months old or so, and, that, and she looks over and the dog's gone, like fell out of the car. And this is proof that your phone's listened to you. She got served an ad last night on Instagram for a puppy seatbelt thing, a little video, and in the video it shows a dog falling out of the car. Now it, they stopped it like just in time, but the dog was going. You could tell. The dog oh, I'm going. not worried about the dog. I'm worried <laughs> about how in the heck listening. did they? Yeah, you're worried about. No, you didn't see the dog falling out and all the blood no. and guts. It was a stunt uh, I don't dog. really care about that. Stunt dog. He knows how to roll. He knows how to fall. <laughs> well, he will next time. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, go there, advancedsellingpodcast.com. If you're interested in being a part of our ASP Insider Group, at the very top of that page, advancedsellingpodcast.com, there's a uh, banner. Click that. You can learn more about our Insider Coaching Program that we just launched here in May and have uh, awesome people. And we've had our first meeting, and we're going to be back at it here in June. I have my hand up. Can you call him? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um, we just got this email. I just got this email from a member of the Insider Group. This is why I love groups like this. Uh, she sent us, or sent me, I'll forward it to you here, an illustration of what it looks like to be on the Insider. And you see this? I'll show, hold it up to you. See that? Uh-huh. That's us. See us? You see, find yourself over there? It says full-on cartoon That's illustration. Awesome. That's awesome. And it says, the, the thing says, uh, our one company, it says... Uh, for the, uh, the topic is uh, selling in a down market. It says, Denise, how are your sales in your industry? She says, fantastic. I sell wine. <laughs> now, what's great about that is she doesn't sell wine, and she doesn't do this. This is like a side hobby for her. She said if she ever if we ever wanted to partner Oh, so with she her, does she, cartoons? She did, she did it just for fun, oh, like a side okay. hustle. Isn't that neat? Awesome. That's what's so cool about these yeah. groups because you get these people that are smart and fun. They try yeah. to get better and all this stuff, and then they have these fun side hustle and unique stories, and it's just, just such a great thing. Just think if that's what that, we should that do. Great? That is as great. It's I got to awesome, look at it. it? Forward yeah, forward it to it. I like to see it. But think about a group that has 100, 200 people in it, and everybody has a side hustle. Every, you're right. And right. not everybody does, but no, let's right. suppose everybody right. did. And they shared with those. And so now we say, well, wait a minute. We can hire her to do cartoons for ASP. Totally. Our client's going to hire her. So now her side hustle becomes her main. Yeah, That's good. awesome. Good. 
Me like it. Me like it. So. Okay. Topic today? Topic. Or do you have a story? Uh, no. Well, just a pet peeve. You know. Uh, you got a pet peeve? So, I well, like pet peeves. I, did, I know you do. On, and I, and I, so this is the COVID thing. So Give me your top So we go in. So you have the big. So you go into the market. <laughs> you have this huge, enormous plexiglass shield now in front of you and the cashier, which I just love. That's great. So we don't sneeze on each other. Plus, I've got a mask on. Right? And we do the touchless Apple Pay thing on your phone. And you go tap, tap. And you hold it up there just fine. And then, then you know what, what it says to do? It has a little choice. It says ATM, debit card, credit card, and I have to pick the pencil up thing, the little things attached to it that everybody else has handled and grubbed and tap on the thing three times, and then it wasn't working, so then I I tapped with my finger. So now I've got all these germs on me. I'm like, how come we still have on the cashless pay to pick the pencil pencil up and tap? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. It doesn't happen all the time. In some retailers, they don't do that, but in some retailers, they do, and it drives me nuts. And then they should have it either wrapped or some stuff to wipe your hands off afterwards, you know? Because I got done touching the pencil, and I'm like, good. I just started licking my hands in front of everybody. Like, you see this? You see this? I didn't. I'm kidding. I didn't do that. I'm not that reckless. But that just yeah, that makes no but, sense. Uh, we got to think through. The, now, I'm also not a germaphobe guy. Like, yeah, I'm I not I get either. this whole thing that either. really doesn't bother me. It's more of the, why are we pulling big plexiglass sheets in front of everybody, making us wear masks, and, and then, then having still that? Having, yeah. That that's makes the, no sense. That's, that's, that's right. theologic. Yeah. Some of, of that'll change, it, I think. It will. I think it'll I change. But okay. Sorry. I kind of get hung up in this whole. Uh, if 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 we were always using Purell and every every five seconds we're washing our hands, doesn't at some point this have start to have an impact on our ability to fight off viruses? Totally, not not, oh, totally not any one virus, I mean, just all viruses and germs. Yes. I mean, it's it's what everybody, all the people I read about, I think say that the. Doctors. Yeah. We're not, we're not yeah. doctors. We're yeah. sales coaches. No, we're, we're not, not doctors. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Topic Anyways, today. Yeah. Um, Brian and I were talking a little bit about uh, as COVID starts to recede and we get back to business, how is this going to change things? You've heard us talk about that off and on the podcast episodes the last couple months. And one thing I think that we need to be conscious of as sales professionals is Lead generation, yes. We, we spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about lead gen. How do I generate more discussions, more meaningful conversations? But I think there's also a lesson here in how do we look at this whole lead generation process? How do we really step back and, and look at a 30,000-foot view of, well, wait a minute, how are we going to be generating leads, not just today, but in the future, in the next year or two? And yeah. so we've kind of come up with this concept that's been popular in internet marketing circles for years, and that is the concept of traffic and conversion. And when you think about a website, whether it's Amazon or whether it's your own website, there is traffic to the website, and then there's conversion, whether that's somebody giving you their email address, somebody buying something from you, somebody signing up for a a session, a coaching session, or a sales strategy session. There's some kind of conversion. But we want to focus today a little bit on traffic. And we thought we'd bring this into the conversation because as Brian and I have talked about, Brian calls it smarketing. I just believe <laughs> that we all need to be better marketers. Yeah. And marketing starts with traffic. Yep. How do you build traffic, whether it's to a site, to your LinkedIn page, to the phone? How do you do it? And what are some ideas there? Yeah. And as you're thinking about this, the way I'd, we'd recommend that you tactically think about uh, what you hear today is some of you are you're on a, you're on a continuum. Some of you are already doing a lot of what we're already talking about on a very consistent basis. Some of you are doing zero, and then everyone's in the middle. So the, the, the thing to think about here as you're listening to this episode is where am I on the continuum? Am I all in like Brian and Bill talk about, and I'm good, I just need to keep doing what I'm doing? Um, maybe a 
a few minor tweaks, adjustments, or am I just getting started? And we should have uh, tips mm-hmm. and ideas for you all the way through on the continuum as you're thinking about this. Um, but the, the first, and if we dive in, is that okay? Dive. I, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to um, first have you think about, and, and Bill said it, so Bill says he thinks salespeople should be better at marketing. I agree. I even call it marketing, like it's where sales and marketing meet. Either way, the first bit of advice here is you need to own it. You got to own it. It's not someone else's job yeah. to develop this traffic for you. And it's it's amazing how many people, and I, I had a, a client engagement that, that uh, just completed and some of the feedback from the sales team, it was legit, said our lists were bad. Our lists were bad. Now, they were specifically told to not do any finding or any hunting or anything or, or list development or anything like that. Um, they're just supposed to work this one list that was really confined. That they were given. And, that, that they, they were given. Mm-hmm. And I thought two things struck out uh, struck me there. One is the salesperson's mentality, not their fault, that it's someone else's job to give me leads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a real dangerous thing. Look at any lead your marketing team gives you as a massive gift. Like this is just, I just got lucky. I got in a lucky place where, man, this is great. They just handed me. Look at it as your responsibility. And secondly is... You can constantly, when you're working a list, you can add to the list through the things that Bill and I are talking about, not through cold calling. So you don't add names to the list through cold calling. You add names to the list through some of the things we're going to talk about, Mm -hmm. through content creation, Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So own it. I also want to take something you said and go a little deeper in this whole idea of list development. Yeah. You know, whenever I ask a salesperson today, typically when I say, well, tell me about your list They'll usually say, what are you talking about? Well, (laughs) do you have an email list of prospects, of people who have expressed interest, maybe people who have raised their hand from the website, people that you've were maybe quoted over the last... Do you have a list and is it segmented properly? Usually it's not. And so if you're going to start thinking like a marketer, you've got to start thinking lists. Who, who Who is my audience for this product, for this product? Do I have a general audience? Do I send out an email newsletter once a week or once a month? Do you have a list platform, not just the company, but also you? So start to think that's a great yes. example of starting to yes. think like a marketer, yes. is list development. Uh, we also talked, there's some statistical evidence um, that Stephanie has at, about um, the those who... Add when they were given a list and then added to the list, outperform. I don't remember the actual stat, but it was you know 20-30% outperformed others. So people that embrace this idea of adding to the list outperform far. So they would meet somebody out or and talk it, to somebody on the phone, they would add them to the list manually. Uh, actually, it would be if I'm uh, let's say I'm calling into Bill Kasky at uh, Kasky Achievement Strategies and um, I look and see who else went on LinkedIn. Um, looks for Bill Cat when they look for Bill Kasky, who else do they look for? That's a little thing. It's like okay. people people also searched for is a segment on LinkedIn gotcha. that people yeah. should use. And I would look at those and I would just go send connection requests to those. Okay. But with not a lot of context. So I ran across you on LinkedIn, it looks like we should be connected. Something yeah. like that. Okay. So that'd be an example. Then that name that new name is added to the list. Or within a big company, if I'm prospecting Eli Lilly, I've got one name. I go look at okay, when people search for Bill Kasky, Eli Lilly, who else do they search for? And I go connect all those people. Mm-hmm. And then I start. But what about your, how do, how do they make it to your email list? Well, it, it, there's a process to it, just like anything else. You can't, you know, you, you, you market, market, market. You can offer them something that, of value that says, hey, if you're okay. interested in this tip thing, and I so post that on LinkedIn. That on LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to build my tribe to sit, you know, to get value stuff to, yeah. to then get email list, you know? 
Gotcha. Yeah, that's very good. So we've got to start thinking about that. Here's my first one is, I think you have to look at what's the ideal sales process? What's Mm -hmm. the ideal sales process? And here to me, I'm just going to do the first couple of points to it. Uh, And this is, Brian and I have not talked about this. I don't know if we agree with this or not, but here it is. There's usually some kind of triggering event that a prospect uh, goes through Maybe they read one of your articles. Maybe they listen to a podcast, Brian, of ours. Maybe uh, they uh, lose a, a massive client and all of a sudden all their salespeople have to be in new, new business mode. Yeah. There's some kind of triggering event that will cause them to search for a solution. Search you out if they've read an article or listened to a podcast. Search out a solution if they've got an HR issue or accounting issue. And so the question is, is when they search for you, will they find you? Yeah. And I know this is different than cold calling because cold calling, you don't need to search. You're searching for them. But shouldn't we, in the ideal world, shouldn't we be getting inbound calls? Maybe not every day, and maybe they're not 100% of our leads, but shouldn't a certain fraction of our leads come because someone saw something that you wrote, listened to something you produced, or just searched on how do I solve my HR problem? And Brian Neal shows up. Yeah. And so I think you have to say, what percentage am I comfortable with of being inbound in nature? Is it 10%? I think if it's 0% now, shoot for 25% over the next year. I'd like to have 25% of my leads coming in, something that I'm, I'm producing, I'm publishing, I'm writing, I'm, I'm connecting with people on LinkedIn. They see me and they want to talk. Make, yes. make, shoot for a number that's bigger than zero. doesn't have to be 100%. It'll ne- probably never be 100%, but, yeah. but make, it, make it a goal that you can say, I want to I use my time to expend energy to build my system so that a quarter of the people who are contacting me are coming in. Yes. Inbound. That's beautiful. You have to know, and most people have in their CRM a, a place for where the lead came from or originated. Um, if you don't have you know, an inbound element there that, that is connected to you, you should think about retooling that. That makes sense to everyone. So, because they're inbound, if you have a marketing, the problem with some of this stuff is that Bill and I talk sometimes from from our aspect of where we're a smaller company and it's us and that sort of thing. Where if you work for a you know a huge company with three thousand salespeople, some of this stuff is out of your control. Some That's of you right. have limitations on what you can do around this, so you have to hybrid what we're talking about. But there's still you can still do it. There's, you can't, you can still do it. So you, you need to pay attention to it is the learning. There. You know, that's a good point. I've got a, a client who is a large client and they, uh, they have a lot of stipulations about what a salesperson can produce and what they can. Yeah. And what, what I find in a lot of large companies is it's not that you can't, it's that it's unclear. Yes. And so yeah. if, if you're a salesperson and you want to do a weekly video show with your own brand underneath the Microsoft, it's not Microsoft, but underneath the Microsoft brand, Microsoft's probably going to have a problem with that. Correct. But if you say, I'd like to repost things that Microsoft corporate is already doing and yes. add a video to the front end of it, I'm right. sure Microsoft, I'm sure they would say, awesome. Yes. Perfect. So you got to be get clear on what you can do. For sure. Uh, Bill talked about my second one. All I'm going to rubber stamp it is you need to measure this. You just need to know where the stuff's coming from. We're always, always looking at where did this lead come from? Where did they come from? Where did they come from? What was the path? Um, and then my uh, last bit, and you, I think this is really important because we talk so much of this is digital. I think you need to have a dual strategy here, digital and live. Live meaning mm-hmm. within your uh, uh, geography or wherever you live. 
And so some of the live elements that create these things are things like my attendance or participation in a certain peer group or a networking area or an association or thing, uh, something like that. And the advice I love to give people here is that you, ha- you can't just go, you have to participate. You have to participate and play. And so if you're not in a group that's live, that gets together, and I'm not talking lead swapping here, by the way. A lot of people go to, and those are fine. People do that. That's not what we're talking about here. That's not like valuable content. That's just like swapping leads. Um, this is about going and participating in a group that makes everything in your industry bigger. So you might, if you sell to general contractors, you might go join the general contractors association group in your local city. Let's say you live in uh, Dallas, Texas. What I want you to do next, though, is I want you to start to set goals for your behavior within your group. That means I join a committee or I join to serve on the board or something like that. Um, or I pull other people in the group together to do a little lunch and learn on some topic that's not selling, that's all marketing and educating. Do that sort of thing as part of your live inbound. So people are like, man, I want to I want to be with Bill Caskey because he just seems to be everywhere in my market. If I'm in Dallas, I'm in, I'm in a, the uh, uh, building uh, you know, general contractor world, and I, all of a sudden I start to see Bill's stuff come up everywhere, I want to get to know him. Who's this guy? See him. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a thing to do, double, double whammy digital and live. You know that's a <clears throat> that's a great idea. Is um, if you were to start in your market today, let's say you've been at it for ten years in Dallas, you're a general contractor, and somebody is coming into that market to compete with you with all these tools at their disposal. Yeah, or as my wife says, dispose all. <laughs> We've got to get a garbage disposal. <laughs> I think a disposal is a brand name. You're, on, you're on thin ice, my no, man. I, know, I, I would know. stop. No, now. she know, She knows that I. We laugh about it. <laughs> Or I laugh. I laugh oh, about I it. She, <laughs> you laugh at her. She laughs not. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> um, but the point there is that someone is thinking, okay, if I were going to break into the general contractor market in Dallas, or as we say, the GC market, <laughs> uh, what would I do? Well, yeah. I'd be everywhere. I'd yes, be everywhere, everywhere all at once. I'd be LinkedIn. I'd yep. be a podcast. And before you know it, somebody's going to come into your market, and you're going to say, where did they come from? I've never heard from? of Brian Neal until three weeks ago, and now he just stole a piece of business from me. Totally. Well, he didn't really steal it. Steal it. He was everywhere. Yes. And so as somebody had a GC problem, they searched on GC Dallas. Guess who showed up above you? That's what you do, Brian. That's what S. you do, Neil. That's what you do, right there. Okay, and that's a great goal to say. I'm going to pretend like I'm going into my market new. Nobody knows me. Nobody. Oh, that's knows a great me. idea. What do I do? Yeah, that's a really good and exercise. These things that we've talked about today sure. could be some of them. That's a great exercise. Uh, my last one is very quick, and then we'll we'll close up. Is pick a medium. I think you've got to say, am I an audio person, a video person, a written person, a person to person person? What is my what is my chosen? What is my drug of choice there? What's yeah. my medium that I'm really going to master? And Brian and I have chosen audio. We do video occasionally. We write some things, but audio, I'd say, is eighty percent of our medium. Yep. And so you've got to pick one that you are comfortable with and ride that horsey all the way to the finish line. Oh, looky there. A little so callback from the horse, Kentucky know. Derby that we haven't had yet. <laughs> That's right. Is it crazy how much stuff we haven't had? I don't even realize that. Are we going to take a bet on who wins between Tiger Woods, no. Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady? Oh, you can't do I can't that, bet. Can no, no betting. Because they're still in football. Well, just in general. Oh, you I just okay. don't bet on anything. Sorry. Uh, but if you want to, yeah, feel free. If you want to state who you think is <laughs> okay, going to win, yeah, go okay. ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't going to. Can we discuss it? Oh, okay. sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. I talked okay. about it all day. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't think we've ever bet on anything no. other than just, okay. No. Okay. 
That's so it. if Good you stuff. are uh, interested in having Brian or I or both, in this case both, coach you, uh, you can go to ASP, uh, advancedsellingpodcast.com, very top strip, insider, learn a little bit more about that. There's some information there. It yep. allows you to uh, join up and join us in June. We're going to be talking about building your plans, and we'd love to have you a part of that. Full show. Bye. Bye.